Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Draw the Blinds on Yesterday. It was written by Marcus L. Rowland. Our GM is Mick Swan, and Ford Fitch will be doing the recap as Cam Fletcher. This is episode three. So without further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Ford? It's been one humdinger of a uh, time here. Strange women. Happenings going on. Being jailed by police. It's it's all blur. Let me let me get 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 back to the uh, beginning of it here. Um, well, after all of our escapades, we decided to go to the British Museum and uh, find out more information uh, about this uh, woman in the green scarf that uh, seems to have our interests. Uh, we all kind of think that she might that uh, she might be going there for one reason or other. Maybe a staff member, maybe a visitor. We don't know. Uh, myself and the Padre, we we. Kind of, we're kind of skeptical about this whole thing, but the others assured us it was the best lead we had. Um, just when we got to the museum, just before we did it, uh, went inside. The uh, padre uh, suggested that uh, maybe one lead, other lead we could go after is uh, looking at the manifests of the uh, airplane and seeing if we could come across, uh, you know, perhaps come across a lead to our mysterious lady. Um, uh, right then and there, uh, the uh, Air Marshal um, Nielsen uh, said that he'd go ahead and uh, have a look into that. Um, he said uh, he said he thought he could talk, you know talk with the uh, the authorities there and uh, maybe get something. So he went off to take care of that while we went to the museum. Uh, went to the museum, talked around, and uh, eventually got uh, directed to uh, the the library. Um, after also getting a little bit of information that uh, one of the librarians. Uh, shortly after the time, we, we kind of postulated uh, that the uh, lady uh, was here. Um, was uh, you know, uh, one of the uh, librarians got uh, sick, so we went and investigated that there. Um, Okay, uh, we talked with the staff and uh, asked about the the, the uh, member who got staff member who got sick, and uh, they told us that uh, just she she was found she she fell ill and left. Um, we asked them if we could have a look at what she was looking at at the time, and it turned out to be uh, something interesting there. Um, I don't know too much. I was kind of looking around at the building in awe, but I was kind. Kind of picked up along the way that uh, there was a map she was uh, that she had uh, checked out, and uh, that map was of this place near Salisbury, a little town um, out there. And uh, turns out, um, you know, after some some time, we uh, we kind of got to thinking, well, what what's been going on uh, since we uh, since we were gone, and. Uh, we checked, uh, we checked into that and found an interesting clue. Uh, apparently that town in the map that we uh, discovered, um, it had a uh, lead uh, in regards to a, uh, a double homicide there uh, of two children. And uh, the locals are calling it the work of some creature, some ghost uh, 
of the area. Uh, I didn't quite understand what it all meant, uh, but um, the uh, but they uh, but it was kind of an interesting coincidence that uh, that was going on. And we checked the date on that, and the date of this uh, homicide was the same date uh, we all disappeared on the airplane. And that got our curiosity. Uh, along the way, we also tried to look for uh, some other other things, and uh, we came also across uh, some partial manifests uh, that were published in the papers of the uh, of the um, flight, and uh, we got some names and numbers and stuff, but it didn't seem to to, to really turn out. We kind of hoped that the uh, air marshal would come up with some. Uh, information. Um, unfortunately, long story short, the air marshal, um, well, like, uh, he, he had some problems there, apparently. He had uh, the, there was trouble with the uh, authorities there, um, and apparently they well, wanted to spend more time uh, giving him grief than anything else. Uh, apparently, he, uh, he claims he had a problem with this guy named Brian, uh, and wanted to spend more time giving him trouble than actually giving him information. So uh, we, that turned out to be a bust, I guess. Um, after that, we uh, decided to go back to the hotel to uh, get a drink and gather our thoughts. Along the way, um, Rod noticed that there was a couple people um, following us. And uh, we kind of thought that that might they you know, it's probably uh, authorities keeping tabs on us, considering the situation was still under uh, under investigation. Um, time we got to the hotel, we didn't uh, uh, we didn't see much of any anything. Didn't they didn't come in? So now we're here at the hotel uh, working out um, a game plan as to what we're going to do further. We've got all these coincidences with uh, mur murders in this town in. Um, uh, at the same time when we disappeared and stuff. And it's really odd. I mean, I can't say I have a head for all this stuff, but it's rather uncanny. We're getting these little bits of information, strange women and people following us. It's, it's like we're in some kind of Scooby-Doo mystery. Hey, I don't know what to make of it, but I got nothing better to do. So I'm just going to follow along and see what we can do. Um, until we could figure out what's going on. Of course, the Padre thinks he knows uh, what's happening. It's, he thinks it's witches. I don't know if I buy into that or not, but uh, I would like to try and come up with an idea of what we're going to be doing if we're going to be doing this any further. Cool. Thanks, Ford. Hmm? Nick? Thanks, Tom, and thanks, Ford. Um, yes, so you are still in the hotel. Um, what's your plan of action, folks? Well, I think that we were going to do a little more discussing. I, we're all there, yes? Yes. Yes, you're all there, yes. Um, a, a question. Uh, I don't know very well where this Lower Pulford is located. Is it possible? Where did we disappear off the map? Was it over England or was it just after we left Greece? Um, you were told, or Ford, um, Cam was told um, by the chap at the embassy 
that the plane disappeared somewhere over the south coast of England. Over the south coast of England. Yeah, that's what the guy told me. Um, now, conceivably, uh, by a stretch, Wiltshire could be regarded as the south coast of England. Okay. It's the South Downs. Certainly. So, um, the other question, what was my other question? Um, oh, yes. Um, did any of you notice anything strange when they were interviewing us? Ken said they did offhand. The only thing I noticed, and I'll say it again, the only thing I noticed when they interviewed me was that the time was the map, the sorry, the calendar was up three weeks, exactly what we are in today. I'll agree with Mr. Nelson. Had the same thing happen to me. I personally must not have made been paying that much attention. I was trying to be cooperative. I thought it was strange they were asking us I, questions. I was also being cooperative too, but I also looked around in the room and that's what I saw. I'm, I'm looking puzzled. Did, did anybody else notice the video cameras? There were video cameras in the rooms? Video cameras? <laughs> they were in mine. They were hidden pretty well. I didn't see anything. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> I didn't see any red light or anything flashing. Why hmm. would they videotape? Well, they did say they were, they were videotaping me. I don't know. Well, they said they were looking for terrorists, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. There is one other thing that I was thinking about very strongly. Um, I, if um, you mentioned that the uh, the strange occurrences in uh, in Lower Pulford took place began to take place on the same day that our flight occurred, so it seems to me that the chronological order of things is that we left Athens, we flew over here to England. And that while we were somewhere over South England, we disappeared. At the same time, something that they describe as a huge ape uh, that could disappear appeared in, the, in the, this uh, lower Poolford area and began to mutilate animals and children. And then we appeared three weeks later. We landed in London, and then we were interviewed. And then while we were there, we saw the woman, who we think may be some sort of witch. But what does she do? And this is very interesting. She bypasses everyone. Somehow she is hypnotizing them or using some sort of spell. She goes to the British Museum. She looks up a map of the place we now suspect. And then what does she do? She, she probably goes there or she's gone there or on her way there. 
But if she was involved in what was going on, why would she need to look up a map? Unless she wasn't involved. But like well, us, she is investigating. Maybe she lost the map to wherever she's going and she just needs to get there. No, I don't think so. I think that she is investigating the same way we are investigating. She wants to also know what happened. Well, that's the case. It sounds like we have mutual purpose. Let's go. Let's go to South Pulford and Something's go check it out. I must get permission to go. Now we also have another thing because we talked about it before. There are many people in this hotel that were also on the flight. Perhaps we should communicate with them and see if if they know anything, if they saw more or they they were aware of anything. In any case, I must get permission before I can do any of this. Um, I didn't know you were married. I have to get permission from my bishop. No, I'm not married, no. Oh, okay. Sorry. In the in the church, uh, I'm I'm a member of the clergy. I'm not uh, I'm not allowed to do anything without the permission. Married of to the church, as they say, right? That is correct. Yes, I am married, married to, to Christ Jesus. Yes. <laughs> um, Does anybody recall seeing the woman on the plane with us? I don't. Not that I can recall. No, I don't. I can't say that I could remember her. Because the first time we saw her was after the interviews, I believe. Right, when we were waiting to go through yeah. customs. Yeah. Yes, but to be she honest. Wasn't on the plane with us, maybe she was another, uh, like a legal, like, a, like one of the officers, maybe? I don't think so. It's, it's well, I don't know. That would explain that a lot. There, there were a number of people... Um, in the, in the holding area with you, and you didn't necessarily recognize all of them from the plane. Right. I didn't recognize half of you. I mean, we had no reason to know each other before this. Well, it makes sense that uh, that the lady might actually be working for the government. She could be, like, you know, working with the Greek government, and uh, she was there to uh, check it out since there's a lot of Greek citizens on there, and that would explain how she's getting through all the... Uh, you know all the uh, customs and stuff there, and, and through the uh, officers getting you know getting her way, as it were. I mean, I I could buy that more than the Padre's idea of a witch there. Except that it wasn't just the the customs people. When the reporters tried to speak to her, she told them, "You don't want to speak to me," and they were like, "We don't want to speak to her." Well, some and people then, are persuasive. And there was I, a long line to get on the taxis, and she just waltzed past them and got on the taxi, and nobody said anything. That was very strange. I I still think she's a witch. So whatever you that that's just my opinion because it's weird that yeah, like you said, their father, that she just bypassed everything and now, cursed him with that ability. There are some things I don't know. And at the time, I believe that Nigel suggested that this is what happens when you are a beautiful woman. You just can take advantage. 
he didn't put it in those terms. He said it in a far cruder manner, but uh, one which I will not repeat. Well, but, thank you. Well, at least you were listening to me, Padre. It's good to know yes, that I heard uh, your, your terminology. <laughs> I'm uh, a coarse man, Father. But well, what's to say? What's to say she wasn't flashing credentials, and we just never uh, caught it? I mean, all it takes is a good yeah. flash of credentials, and and uh, you can get your way in anything. I mean, that's how they do it on TV there with you know like the FBI guys and the G men and stuff. But how about? Um... How about the experience that uh, that poor Rod had, and the taxi driver? Um, she may be something like like I say, a witch. She may be a, an official of some sort and has uh, the what is the word clout. But in any case, I think that something happened to us in the air that is also causing something to happen on the ground and people and children are being killed as a result something hey mick is there a, a time difference between greece and england yes there is um i believe it's one hour Oh, not much. Okay. And the flight is only four hours. I'm going to contradict myself. Yeah. We boarded early in the morning? It's two hours. There is a two hour time difference. Two so hour time you, change you... and a four hour flight. Yeah, um, um, two hour time change and a one hour, 55 minute flight. So, so oh, okay. te gotcha. technically, um, you arrive. Five minutes before you get there. Um, <laughs> but um, when you when you arrived, you most of you, unless you specifically set your watch on the flight, you you would have arrived with your watch on um, Athenian time. And we arrived at the same time, only three weeks off. Uh, not exactly the same time, no. Okay. But your watches were still showing the time um, concordant with the time you left. Well, we are we are down here. There are other people around us. Well, why don't we grab some of these people and ask them some questions? I have an idea. It might it might sound weird, but is there? any way we could have been drugged i don't remember being drugged well, well um i mean your um some of you fell asleep had a brief nap on the plane some didn't some would have I, been awake what I, were asleep. What I, mean, I remember turbulence what i mean by drugged is that they release some kind of chemical whether it is legal or not, that through the air ventilation, and that is a drug in the air. It's just something that I'm thinking may be a possibility. You didn't feel like you'd been drugged in any way. And we also didn't crash 
because the pilot and the co-pilot would have. But maybe the pilot and co-pilot was separated or from the main cabin. It's, it's just, an interesting it, idea. It's just a, it's just an idea. I'm probably wrong, but it was just something to think about. Well, shall we ask a few more people questions? I I say let's go to the uh to South Pool. <laughs> well, we're probably not going to do that at the moment, but what time is it? I forget. Uh, it's um, it's getting on a bit now. It's about um, seven thirty in the evening. Yeah. Um, How about the morning? You know, making a lap around the bar, ask some questions, chat up yeah. some birds. You never know what'll happen. Excuse me, uh, ma'am. Uh, uh, could I ask you questions a moment, please? Uh, were you? Were, Yes, were you on flight 1743? Yes, I was, yes. So you experienced a strange uh, occurrence. Um, did you find anything very strange other than the, the time? No, no, I was, I was just sitting in my chair reading my, uh, my book. Um, it's a Harold Robbins book. And, ah, um, Harold Robbins. It was a bit bumpy just as we were um, coming into land, but yeah, um, I do. I do recall that. Do you? Okay. There was um. There was nothing. I thought try. There was nothing um. None toward that I could hear. Did you by chance see a, a rather lovely, beautiful woman with a green scarf on her head, not wearing a red dress? Oh, um, I don't remember the woman. I, th I think I remember the, the, the scarf. I, I think I remember saying to my, my friend um, Daphne that it, it, was, it was a lovely um, green uh, jacquard silk scarf. Mm. I do, I do mm -hmm. recall that. I, do, I don't remember much about the woman. Hmm. She had the sunglasses, I believe. Though she you see, I, 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 I wasn't really paying much attention. I, I, to be honest, I was, um, I, I was, I was quite overwhelmed by being um, uh, brought into this big place and dead grilled, as, as, as the young people say. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, You're do very you welcome. Know, do you know what the, the what seat you were in? Um. I think we were in uh, row 23. I can't remember exactly. I think I was 23E. 23E. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I've, I, I must go. I need, I need to get some, some um, cop suites. Was that anywhere near where we were sitting? Um... About about half of you were, uh, were were roughly in that part of the plane, sort of eighteen to twenty-five. <coughs> but you were all you were all dotted around randomly in the in, in the plane. None yeah. of you were really sitting near each other. I uh, I obviously was nowhere near that because I did not see the woman with the red green scarf. 
Now, did we do spot hidden rolls or luck rolls to see who had seen the woman on the plane and who hadn't? Had we ever, have we ascertained that yet? Just nope. to kind of confirm whether she's a mass hallucination or you, what? You can, you can, you can, if you wish, um, all uh, do a, a retroactive spot hidden, a retrospective spot hidden, and. Um... 33, and, that's a pass. I saw the heck out of her. I saw the heck out of her, too. I may have even Not tried six. to... I may have even tried to chat her up. I got an extreme, by the way. Oh, well, yeah. if, you, if, you got, if you got an extreme or a hard, then I'll say that you do... Yeah, you do, you sort of... You, you may have glimpsed her on, on, the, on the plane um, or caught a sight of, of, of that headscarf. So here's or a question, Mick. Are any of the airline staff staying at this hotel? Pilots? Not, not that you've seen, no. Not yet? Okay. No, I don't you haven't seen, haven't seen any of the crew. Okay. Um, you do kind of recall that the crew were very hurriedly uh, rushed through the waiting area while you were all waiting to be seen for your interviews. And taken off somewhere else, presumably to be to be interviewed. Have there been any interviews in any of the papers? Have uh, have they interviewed the pilot? Have have there been any interviews other than possibly us or anything like that? Um, well, assuming that you've been keeping up with with the papers, which we will assume that you, it will be natural for you to do. I always have to see page three. Come on now. Oh dear. Um, that's not really a newspaper. Um, it's more of a sort of comic, a vulgar comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who've read the actual papers, <laughs> I would say the broadsheets. Um, there have been interviews with um, one or two of the passengers. Mm -hmm. um, lots of interviews with people from the airline itself. Um, interviews with people from the uh, uh, British Aviation Authority. Um, the Minister for Transport. But no interview with, say, the pilot or the co-pilot? No, there, there, you can't find any interviews with the, uh, the, the pilots or the cabin crew. Well, I don't like this at all. I'm an old man. I'm retired. I've got nothing better to do with my time. And I don't like the idea that something that happened to us when we were in the air is now causing people to be hurt. Now, I am for taking the dog and going down there and finding out what's going on here. I'll close up shop and I will go down to... Salisbury Plain, and I'll figure out what's going on here. This is not cricket. Nigel, I'm sorry, but please don't. It's happened. What happened happened. Just chill. Don't get angry about this. And please stop cursing. It's just not right. It's not right. I think that we, as people, we should be willing to do something to help. 
And I think going down there, like the lieutenant, the captain, the sergeant said, I think that's a great idea. I am for it. Well, how about in the morning? I will get Winston ready. Anyone else that want to go tomorrow morning? We'll just, you know, have a couple of beers tonight at this fine pub. And then in the morning, let's go out and see exactly what this uh, woman in the green scarf is up to. I will, uh, I will see if I can get permission, and I will meet you here in the morning here. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Works fine for me. I think that's the right thing to do, Father. This is all crazy and stuff, and uh, yeah, I don't know if I buy it. Most of it, I mean, he seems kind of running out on uh, on uh, fool's errands and stuff. But um, you know, um, it's a nice area heck? of the country. Maybe we go see Stonehenge. Sure, mm -hmm. I could go for checking out Stonehenge. Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, uh, what the heck? I mean, what else am I going to do? I mean, sit around, maybe go round alone. Heck, why not? I'll, I'm, I'm in on it. Well, Crazy as it all sounds, I'm in on it. I'm in for a trip for low, to Liverpool food. Beautiful set of countryside and mm, looking forward to getting this mess cleared up sooner rather than later. I just think it's the right thing to do, boys. Right thing to do. So I'm going to leave, and I'll be back. I'll see you in the morning. Enjoy your drinking. Good night, Padre. Have a good night. Yeah, night there, Father. Let's go get a couple of drinks there, guys. Well, it's a reasonably well-stocked bar. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, a high-end hotel. There's, there's no creme de violette or anything. And, uh, and, only, and only three or four malts. But um, it's perfectly all right. A rather drunken old man with a, 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 in, in a blazer and a regimental tie. Of half collapsed at the bar, which I think is a standard of all London hotel bars. Like while we're drinking, I'm going to go ahead and start, you know, taking some of those questions that uh, the Padre was asking to that lady, and uh, just kind of casually in conversation, uh, go to random people and, you know, throw throw them into conversation, see if I can fish some information out. Okay. Um, I won't make you roll for that because, I mean, there's, there's quite a few people in there who were on the plane and, um, for the most part, they, 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 they're, 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 they're every bit as confused as you are. Um, of the people you talk to, um, most, most of them just come out and say they haven't got a clue what happened. They didn't notice anything odd about the flight at all. Um, but, um, one, one or two of them have, have concocted rather, um, outlandish theories about, um, 
what went on. And um, I'm also going to kind of throw in some questions about uh, the interview, the interviewing, and if they notice any kind of uh, thing odd with their interviews, and throw that into the mix as well. Um, yeah, one one chap does mention that, that he he recalls um, seeing video cameras there, which which he thought was odd. Um, and the man next to him says, "Oh, you're 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 right. There were there were cameras there, but I mean, it's it's a it's a it's an airport, isn't it? You expect that." But um, some of them picked up on quite odd things that don't seem to have anything to to do with the the whole thing. One one woman seems obsessed by the fact that both of the policemen had moustaches, and you don't really see moustaches these days very much. And why why would they both have moustaches? It seems rather unlikely. And then and, and segues to some sort of bizarre conspiracy theory. Um which is almost impossible to follow. She seems like she may have been, um, she may have started early at the bar. <laughs> what about some of the other theories? What, are, what else are we hearing? Well, there are a variety of theories. Obviously quite a lot of people um, think that it was uh, aliens, UFOs. Um, there's, um, it, um, yeah, Mr. Nielsen will be pleased to know that there's, uh, several people who support the drugging hypothesis and uh there's there's one chap who um who maintains that uh it was definitely um a wormhole um because uh of that episode of, of star trek when the enterprise goes through one oh, and he, reckon, he, re he reckons you're all in a parallel universe and you're going to meet yourselves at some point. But do we all have goatees? No. We know, we know that our evil selves will all be wearing goatees. So far, no one has mysteriously grown a goatee over the course <laughs> of flight. Although one of the old ladies does seem suspiciously hairy. <laughs> All right, my boys, I am calling it a night. I'm taking my dog. I'm going home, packing, and I will be back here bright and early to get this stuff done. Before calling it a night, um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of schmooze around again and throw out another thing, see if I can get some information from various people. Um, has the government or the airport authority uh, contacted you again to give me an update on what's happening? Um, I haven't heard anything back, and it's been a, it's been a while. It's been at least a at least a day. No, no one seems to have been directly connected by them. Correct. Um, Interesting. Um, there was um, a press statement given out, but. Um, there's so far there's been no contact with the uh, with the passengers. Before as, as 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 a foreign national, you find this very suspicious and um, uh, rather lax and disappointing. But yeah. um, the the British members of the party um, just sort of expect it. Well, I'm gonna before everyone turns in for the night, I'm gonna pass my uh, 
my uh, my observations and, and inquiries onto everyone and get their input. Um, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go have a couple of beers and then I'm going to. Uh, going for the night. Okay. I think we have a plan. Okay. Well, if if no one else wants to do anything, then we'll we'll skip ahead to the morning. I think. Where it's uh, not easy to obtain permission, but I've got the permission. So. Yeah. Forward to the morning, and you're all um. Uh, refreshed. And um, fortified by your um, fragrant eggs and bee, and uh, ready for the fray. Um, now, as regards transportation, how how are you proposing to get there? Well, I can once again use the services of Andrew and the uh, the van. Oh yes, the church minibus. How many hours did you say is the drive? Um, about two and a half hours. Okay. At a reasonable pace. Not going to that is not so bad. All right. So, um, do one of you want to drive? You can drive the van. Andrew doesn't want to come. I'm going to assume that, that you've all got your international driving licenses because um, <laughs> you've been on holiday. I'll and, get up uh, in there. I'll drive. I'm I'm good to go. Well, you've got a proper driving license. I do. Very proper. Driving license. You've got a nice one, the proper old pink one. No, it's, it'll be a green one. We can look forward to if there's anybody who gives us trouble along the road that Nigel can scream profanities at him. <laughs> you said that like it's a bad thing, Father. It's just part no. of driving. It's just part of driving in England. There's nothing at all wrong with profanities. They are situation acceptable words. <laughs> right. Swearing was invented for a reason. Of course, it's creative use of the of the language. Believe me, we have a lot of swear words in Greek. So it's oh. a it's a pleasant enough Friday morning, and and uh, you you set off driving west towards Salisbury, and and then onwards. Um, you know, it's it's a nice enough drive. The 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 urban sprawl gives way to um, the, the monotony of of, of uh, British A roads. They all look the same. It's a lot of wheat wheat fields, hills, uh, the occasional garden centre, and um, don't see many towns. Just turn offs to the towns. 
and um, really, I think we can, we can we can really skip ahead. Nothing, okay. nothing, of, nothing of interest is going to happen while you're driving on a British A road. You know, you you might play some sort of amusing travel game involving number plates. Twenty bottles of beer in the wall. Twenty bottles of beer. You take one down, pass it around. We can play punch buggy. We can sing, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, <laughs> oh, my darling, Clementine. Only if you can sing it in Greek, Padre. Uh, no. Not oh, good. <laughs> but you know that you can sing that song to uh, Beethoven's uh, Ninth Symphony. Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, Clementine. You are lost and gone forever, dreadful, sorry, Clementine. It fits perfectly. <laughs> All right, so we arrive in, uh, I keep wanting to say Pontypool, uh, Lower Pulford. Lower Pulford, yes. You arrive, it's just after lunchtime when you arrive in, in Lower Pulford. Um, you've made a few stops at the service stations on the way. and. Um, Possibly even had a, a spot of lunch in a little chef just before you, you got there. Um, we need to keep our eyes open for the woman. It's about um, it's about equidistant between Salisbury and uh, Bristol, and um, that's just a slip road from the uh, the, the main A road. And quite shortly, you find yourself uh, approaching Lower Pulford. In fact, the first thing you, you know of Lower Pulford um, comes in, in the form of uh, a police checkpoint. Where, uh, two uniformed officers are uh, stopping cars at uh, T-Junction. There's a road going off to your right. And um, it seems to be quite perfunctory. I mean, they just they, they stop the car and uh, ask you to wind down the window. And I do so. Afternoon, sir. Um, can I ask uh, where, you're, where, where you're heading? Uh, hello, my good officer. We're going to Lower Pulford. Oh, oh yes, sir. May, may I ask um, why you're heading to Pulford's? I, I am a Greek Orthodox priest, and uh, I have a parishioner who lives there who requires me to come and bless his home. It is something we do in the church a lot. Yes? Oh, I see. Okay. Um, well, he looks at the uh, the side of the the minibus, which is yes. emblazoned with the, uh, yes, the name of the church. church. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to try and pronounce that, sir. That's okay. I think in English you would say Jerome. And you're just, you're just here for the, uh, just here for the day, are you? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, we are here just for the day. Okay. Take down your uh, number there. Um, he moves around to the other side of the, the car and uh, 
checks your tax disk and uh, yeah, that all looks in order um, can I just have a quick look at your license please sir? of course oh the, it's not a Nigel my driver I get it I uh, I fumble through my wallet and I give him my you know uh, senior citizens discount card I give him my uh, AAA card. I give him my uh, St. Swithin's of Bernadette's uh, thing card. And then I finally find my driver's license. Okay, sir. That seems in, in order. Mr. Uh, Mr. Bartington. Bartington N. Makes a note of your date of birth. All right, well, I won't keep you any longer. Um, you'll find uh, Lowell Pulford is um, just a little way down. There's a, a road on the left leads down to the village. It's uh, adequately signposted. Um, I'll just, um, just for uh, the purposes of, um, I've forgotten the word I wanted now. Early onset dementia is what that is. That's not him saying that, that's me. Um, uh, just to clarify, uh, no, none of you were uh, 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 members of the press? Oh, no. Uh, it's just that we've had some uh, events recently and uh, tempers are a little frayed in the village. There has been some bad news recently and... Uh, Oh, yes, we uh, we read about this in the newspaper. That's yeah, very we'd, distressing. We'd, we'd appreciate it if you didn't rile up the locals. People aren't. I'm sure you can appreciate people aren't very happy about. Well, I bet if somebody needed comforting, the padre would be glad to talk to them and listen to them and lend a sympathetic ear. That that's what that's what the church does. Well, well I, don't, probably, I don't think you. Probably not going to be here that. Now. No, pe people around here um, they tend to uh, they tend to deal with things like that themselves. We won't, we won't, uh, we won't get in anybody's hair, as they say. Very good, sir. Right. Um, if you'll give me just a, a quick, a uh, quick moment, and. Uh, I'll be I'll be right back. If you could just turn your engine off and wait there for a second. Of course, so take go, your time. He goes back to his car and uh, picks up the radio. And um, I mean, you can see that he's using the radio. You can't overhear anything. And mm -hmm. um, then about five minutes later, he returns. And uh, so yeah, that's that's all in order, sir. Um, Thank you. On, on your way. Thank you very take, much. Uh, Mick, did he um, have a mustache? Pardon? Did he have a mustache? Uh, no, he had a light stubble. Okay. <laughs> What's his name, Brian? <laughs> um, so it's, he, it's, he was PC401. <laughs> as, uh, as soon as we pull away, I look back at everybody and I say, you see the Metropolitan is right, I'm a polished liar. I will have to go to confession now. You better find a house to bless, Padre. That's what you better do. I will say prayers for everybody in the town. They I'll just won't know it. 
Yeah, it'll take a while. It's not necessary for them to know. <clears throat> so where were we? Uh, was it 19 bottles of beer that were left in the song? I don't think we will make it to zero. So we continue on. You continue on, and um, shortly afterwards, you reach Lower Pulford. Now, um, those of you uh, expecting a, a, a quaint and picturesque um, English village are somewhat disappointed. Um, a lot of the, the buildings seem to be um, 1930s. Um, not... Um, Pleasant 1930s Art Deco, very sort of utilitarian, um, uninspiring red brick buildings from the 1930s, particularly the church. The church is um, very disappointing. Um, other than that, there's a couple of shops, um, what you take to be a, a school. Um, uh, rather shabby looking um, late Victorian probably building that uh, there seems to be a library uh, and a, a, a variety of, of, of houses of various states oh and of course the pub obviously the pub there's uh, a village green it's um, not really big enough for cricket and uh, just looks really like somewhere that people take their dogs for a poo. There's a phone box. So as we're driving around, I think we should be looking for the woman with the green scarf or, or the sunglasses. Maybe she took this scarf off. Um, because I don't know what else we're looking for here. Um, maybe we'll see her if she is, as I say, maybe an investigator of some sort, then we will see her investigating. Maybe go to where I know we're not pressed, so maybe go to where these uh murders has happened. Hmm. As long as we don't walk on people's toes. I wasn't expecting the checkpoint. It, it just uh, reminded me right up front that, that we're in a sensitive situation with two, chil two children being murdered. This is true. Yeah, we have to be very careful and sensitive of that, I think. It's probably an ongoing investigation there, and I wouldn't doubt we start see more of the policemen along yeah. the way question for the GM. Yeah. Is this the size and or kind of town where everybody knows everybody? If I were to say, for instance, to a shopkeeper, I'm here to bless the house of Mrs. Uh, Anathopoulos, would they say, there's nobody by that name in this town? Or would they say, oh, maybe she lives over there and we just don't know. Oh, there's a, there's a most... 
at, at, a, at a very liberal estimate, a couple of dozen houses, and that would include outlying farms and things. So oh, it's so not a big that, place. That kind of a that kind of a lie would not work. Hmm. It has very much the feel of a a small insular community. That that much is is apparent from from first sight. That's that's very obvious. All right, I'm gonna uh, stop into the pub and just kind of ask around and see if anybody has uh, seen the seen the woman. Certainly, she would stick out um, if she's been here. That is a capital idea. You know, looking at the map. We have to also be careful of something else. There is no pass-through in this town. So if you say to somebody, oh, we're just passing through, there is no road passing through this town. The road goes to the town, and that's it. There are a couple we're, of farms. Uh, we're pretty close to Stonehenge, right? So um, you know, we could say we're, we were meeting a friend and... Uh, we decided to meet up in this town, and has she been around, kind of thing? Well, Stonehenge is quite some distance to the east. Yeah, okay. still another so that, two hours. So that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's, not a long way. It's about you know three quarters of an hour. Okay. To the east, you may even have um, possibly even come past it on the way here. It's just that there's no point in going through this town. We have to come up with a really good excuse. No, the, the, the town is very much uh, on a, a slip road from the main road. Um, Looks like there's other. a train track parallel to the road that's come coming in. There's mm. there's a um, there's a train track to the east. Um, to the west. There's a train track west and um you can just you can just make out the 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 points at which it rises um over a couple of um viaducts yeah. tunnels we are looking for a friend of a friend who is visiting a friend here we don't know who that friend is, but we would recognize our friend. So you've gone in the pub. You're in. You're in the pub. Yes. Now. Yes. Definitely. I'm parched after all that driving. We walk up to a woman with a green scarf and say, "Have you seen the woman with the green scarf?" <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> and then she says, "Just like you." Then she says, you all want to go back to London. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> uh, you're, you're breaking up, Corey. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear a word of that, Corey. He says, exterminate, exterminate. Uh, is that better? Not much. A little no, bit. That's, that's still breaking up quite a lot. Um... We're in the pub. There is a, a barman. Well, the, la the landlord of the pub is looking at you quite apprehensively. Well, I just march up and I order a pint. 
That should make him unapprehensive. He pulls a pint and plonks it before you. <laughs> All right. With a plonk. <laughs> I'll do the same. That sounds like good. Just plonk every once in a while. Since we're here anyway, might as well order a beer. All right, one for me too, mate. Yes, they, they, they just, without even asking you what you want, you say a beer, he just gives you a pint of the local beer. Um, okay. Spratics, old yes, badger or something. Are we the only ones in the pub, Mick? Um, no, there's a there's a few people in here. Um, the majority look like locals. There's a, a group of um, quite rowdy, um, slightly better dressed people um, with with more sort of London accents. Uh, three or four people, well, three people, sitting at uh, a table over by the window. It's um, it's quite a modern pub. It's what might be called an estate pub. Just again, like most things in the village, quite a modern red brick building. And uh, got a jukebox that's playing something horrendous from the the top forty. It's nineteen eighty seven. It's probably playing some sort of probably got. It's actually probably pretty good in a Waterman pop tune that's instantly forgettable. Get something by that nice boy Cliff Richard on the old jukebox. So the people, the Londoners, uh, when we came in the pub, did we see anything like a television van or anything ob obtrusive like that? Do we think they might be press? Um, well, there's a few, a few, few um, newer cars parked outside. Uh, most of the cars parked outside are uh, old vans and farm vehicles. A couple of Land Rovers, a few pickups. Well, I'm going to take Winston by the leash and my pint, and I'm going to walk over to their table. Okie dokie. Is it all gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, mix? It's um, three middle-aged men. Right. I'm just going to sidle up and... Uh... Hello there, gents. Off name? We're from out of town, and you look like you're from out of town, so I thought I would come over and we could be from out of town together at this pub. What do you say? Uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you down here covering the, the disappearances, are you? Oh, no, no. I'm with the group over there. We're from a church, and we're here to bless a house, and, you know, we just don't know anybody, and, you know, nobody likes drinking alone, and you sounded like you might be from the big town, so I thought I would come and introduce myself. Nigel Bavington, and this is Winston. Oh, hello. that's a nice little doggy. Oh, he is. Um, I, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know God bothers went in pubs. <laughs> now you say you gents say that you're down here covering that awful, awful row that happened with the kids. Well, yeah, that, that and the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, terrible stuff. I, I'm not too up on it, but uh, 
what you know can you you know I'll, I'll certainly i'm sure i'll read it tomorrow morning but couldn't you just uh what have you found this just sounds awful well um i mean like you say it's all uh it's all in the papers but um he looks at the other ten says well but um i mean at the moment yeah, we it's, it's not the locals don't like anyone talking about it, but um, there, there, there have been, well, they, they think it's some sort of animal because um, livestock's been attacked over the last few days. Some, That's what some, I heard. They think it's like an ape or a bear or something like that. Some, some, woman, um, some woman's dog went missing and a few cats. Then they found um, three or four sheep dead, cool. just sort of ripped to pieces. Um, and a horse got ripped up. Now, was I this mean, after the after the kids, or was this yeah, before this is, no, the kids? Well, the, the horse, the horse was yesterday morning. Cool. What is so, going I mean, on around it's, here? It's, either, it's either a wild animal or it's it, it's a proper loony if it's if it's like a person who did it there. You know, someone really nuts, mate. Saints preserve us. I mean, to be honest with you, we were just talking. I mean, we've just been talking about it now, but with with the way things are going with it, I, I mean, I don't think any of us have much. I don't even think the locals have much faith in the police. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rely on the police around here yeah. to, to keep us safe. Well, they do a pretty nice uh, barricade as they stopped us when we came in. I mean, you oh, think they have better helpful, things to do, you know? They, they don't need to be stopping good people out on the A1 or whatever. They, you know, get well, they've, had a, they've had a lot of rubberneckers. You oh, know, and oh. it's, it's stirring up the locals. It's a small village. Most of them, like, they know the, the families of the right, people right. who lost the kids. Right. And um, the last thing they want is people coming down there taking photographs. And everyone's got a theory. Right, right. I know there was a fucking psychic the other day came down here and she really wound people up. I mean, luckily the police, like, got rid of her, but. Some silly old woman said she could. Oh, no, I don't even. You know, just a nutter. Oh. More nutters. How long have y'all been down here covering this? Um, I've been down here for about a week. Um, God. that's awful. I think, well, I think Paul got here first. Paul's been down here in Fortnite. That's awful. Well, I'm sure you're going to do a great job. Thanks for taking the time. Next time y'all want a pint, you come grab me. It's on me. We'll take good care of you. Thanks for doing your job. I Thanks for being here. Like, really, mate, I wouldn't stick around too long here. It's, um, they don't like strangers around here. Well, did they let you know? In no uncertain terms, I guess. It's just not a very friendly. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't even say unfriendly. It's just that they don't. They've got other things on their mind. They don't. They don't want to be bothered by all this. They're not. You know, I don't. I don't know. It's just not. 
it, it doesn't seem right this one seems like we're, we're just we're just intruding on people's grief this time i mean normally you know as a as a, as a, as a reporter i've got quite a hard you know i've got quite hardened to things like that over the years but this this case i mean like every single person in this village knew those kids and mm -hmm. don't like us being there and they're, they're taking it very personally and I, I just think like we've overstayed our welcome to be honest with you but what about what People about the local uh, the local padre? How's he doing? Have you met him yet? He's probably good for right now. Uh, yeah, he seems. I mean, he's he's got his hands full counselling people. I think. Right. And, right. Uh, he's been spending a lot of time with the families of the the people who lost the kids. I know that much. Um, he won't, he won't talk to us. I mean, he's not been unpleasant, but he just doesn't mm -hmm. want want to talk to the press. You know, which is most of them. I mean, that's that's why we're sitting here. That's why we're sitting here drinking. Because I mean, and, unless anything else, I know it sounds like a horrible thing to say, but unless anything else happens, we've got nothing to do beyond sitting in the pub. The police won't talk to us. The locals won't talk to us. You know, I mean, we 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 could for for what all we're doing here. I mean, we could just You're be just sitting, doing the job. This is the fourth sitting, We could be sitting somewhere nice in London, waiting for the local police here to issue a press release and do exactly what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no reason for us to be here. I just, I, you know, it was like we're taking a piss. But you know, until then, the expense account is paying for the drinks, so uh, fuck it. Well, hang around and make the most have, of it. Have they started going out yet and like uh, doing searches for this monster? Oh, mm -hmm. all, all the time, um, day and night. They've been going out with the, um, you know, the lamps, the, the right. lamps, and the. You expect them the, to go out with pitchforks and torches, right? Right, you know. No, they're, 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 going with, they're going out with the lamps. I know that um, a couple of the farmers have been driving around with. Um, rifles you know, i think the the, the locals or well there's all this talk of like a gorilla or something i don't know what that is and some locals think it's a a big cat like the beast of bodmin oh it's it's the uh, hound of the baskervilles next right yeah well i mean even like once you start talking about like big cats and, and 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 weird animals then you get the people down who are interested in that and they want to come and find the animal and catch it and oh, it's, it's turning into a circus it really is they all think they're marlin perkins from the cincinnati zoo or something and wild kingdom and jack hannah or something oh awful awful mess here awful mess. johnny morris yeah <laughs> All budding Johnny Morris's. You know. Still, you know, needs must when the devil drives, I suppose. Well, thanks for taking the time, gents. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just you know, go go carefully. You know, absolutely. Try and try and try not to piss them off. They're uh, they're on the uh, they're on tender hooks as it is. Right, right. Duly noted. Duly noted. Thank you so much. So what did they say? Did they see the woman? 
I didn't ask them about the woman. I just wanted to find out what they were doing here. They're newspaper oh. reporters. I mean, it's, it's a lady. It's a lady in a green scarf. Yeah, that's the entire reason we came out here. I was, I was just about to say that, there, father. Uh, that was a yeah, what like that was the about? only reason why we came out here to find to find this lady. Exactly. What... You're not mute. Go over there and talk to them. You got the gun. I've got a gun. <laughs> He's an air marshal. He's not allowed to carry a gun. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it's it's a it's a bad thing, Padre. <clears throat> bad thing around here. Well, I can't exactly go over there and speak to them. Look at me. I'm a priest. <laughs> well, here. Well, why would I even mention? The lady in the green scarf. I have, you know, we're we're passing through. We're here to bless a house. How do you tie those two together? Oh my goodness, that was a lie that I made up to get past the police. <laughs> we are not here to bless anybody's house. We don't know anybody in the whole town. I know oh. that's just it. Oh, if, I, if I, I say if I say I'm going to bless somebody's house oh. and I say, oh, who? <laughs> They know everybody in the town. Exactly. I say, oh, uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, <laughs> what are you? Yeah. Take that lie and put it to the side. Just ask, hey, have you seen oh, this Mrs. woman? Mrs. Nehuzavuzu, the Greek lady. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could say that you're here. <laughs> you could say that we're here. I mean, we could we could keep on with the lie and say that you know he read about it in the paper and he's here to bless the houses of the children that were murdered, although they may not like that very much. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I maybe I should have. People are going to like anything to do with any outsiders at this time. It would have been, huh? It would have been prudent, perhaps, for me to dress in civilian clothes, but I'm really not supposed to. Come on, there, father. You, you could, could you not take one day off and wear regular civilian clothes? There. No. Well, black is very slimming. Yes, yeah. It is. It is our tradition. We always wear this. Um, are there other people in the bar? Yes, there's um, half a dozen locals. Why don't a few of you ask around, see if they've seen the woman with the green scarf? We don't have a picture of her, but uh, did you say, uh, did you say, Nigel, that they mentioned something about a psychic woman? Right. They said there was some psychic that came down and said that uh, maybe she that's was going to try and help the find the kids or find this monster. They they pretty much just laughed it off. Yes, but that's exactly the kind of person we might be looking for. There we'll go. Once okay. again, I am not in a position to... to. It would take me 15 minutes to explain that I am a Greek Orthodox priest. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll, I'll reach out to the bartender and just kind of flag him down and say... Uh, Oi, barman! A, a quick conversation, if we could. Yeah, what, what, what do you want? 
I'm sure you see a, a number of folks coming through the town. Just curious if uh, any uh, striking-looking Greek woman came through. Greek? I, I wouldn't know. I haven't, I haven't left the, the pub in days, mate. Uh, there's been loads of people coming. To, he doesn't wouldn't sound like that. He's from the West Country. Um, <laughs> I haven't left the country. I haven't left the pub in days, mate. Well, to totally understand. I'm just uh, curious, but. My friends and I are here looking for uh, a friend of ours. Uh, she's uh, a Greek woman. Figures she might have stopped in, uh, said said hello, grabbed a pint, well, something not, like that. Not in here. Not in here, she hasn't. I mean, we, we've had all sorts in here. In and out. Oh. All week we are. We've had um, reporters and just people coming down wanting to take photographs and, and, and all sorts. People are fed up with it. I mean, you know, it's good money. They're coming in, they're buying things. They're all getting a plowman's and, and that. But you know, we we they, they, they need to leave people to their grief, mate. Ain't right, ain't right. No, I certainly understand and appreciate your time and just uh, checking in real quick. Yeah. And I'll basically turn back to the the group and say, doesn't doesn't sound like she's been through here. Okay, so I'm going to go and uh, uh, go outside for a bit and smoke my pipe for a little while. You guys, uh, I'll be right back. I will go get some fresh air with uh, with him. Okay. So I got outside with Cam. What's the rest of you going to do? You know what? Um, I will basically go up to the to those people that Mr. Nigel talked to, and I was, and I'm gonna say, good evening or good whatever, good afternoon, uh, gents. I was wondering if uh, I could buy you a couple of pints. Yeah, if you want. I I also have a, I also have a few questions. Um, yeah, I thought you my, might. My uh, my friend my friend that we were you were just talking to a couple of minutes ago mentioned that you noticed the psychic in town. I was wondering if you knew anything more about where she was. Oh, staying. you're talking to you're talking to the reporters. Okay. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> Different accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some well. um, the batty old woman from uh, Tor Bay or something. Did she happen to have an? Did no, you no, have no, 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 no. One of the others trips in. That it was it was Totnes, right? Totnes. Oh, uh, Totnes. Totnes. No, no. Down there, full of hippies. Okay. Well, also yogurt, yogurt weavers. Okay, I and I basically said that's useful information. But did you happen to get a name from this uh, psychic lady that you seen in town? I did. I did better than that. Look, I've got um, I've got a card as well. Oh, really? Uh, he, he, produces, he produces that. Well, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, Guys, uh, it's that's 
been really helpful. Yeah, and right, right, the right down on the back of the beer mat. And I basically say, "I'll go get you your uh, guys' pints of beer right away." And I go, I take the card, and I uh, walk away. And I talk to the bartender and I said, "If you can get two big pints for these, or how many there are for these?" There are there are three of them. Yes, yeah, so three. Can I get three uh, pints for? Those uh, reporters over there, they bartender. I'm not taking them. I'm, I'm not taking them over there. I'll take. I'll take them over. I was. Just put it on my tab. Ah, bloody, do you pay now, mate? What? <laughs> you're, not in, you're not in bloody London now. Okay. Cash I, on the uh, barrel, Ed. I I had I had him uh some pounds and then I that's right some pounds how how much you are to change some pence how much that's uh three pound fifteen okay I had him three pound fifteen so what did he give you. I ha I give them uh, the the card of the of the lady. What what's the name on the card? It says Madam Orloff, psychic extraordinaire. Uh, there is an address in Totnes, uh, a phone number, and um, on the it's it's, it's um. Quite a tacky looking card, actually. What did you they on, on, on the back of it? It says, um, it says, uh, my fees are very reasonable. Okay. Um, what did they say what she looked like? No, she just said she was a beautiful woman in a green scarf. Excuse me, gentlemen, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, what did this woman, this psychic woman, look like? The psychic? Oh, just some batty old dear. Well, she was old? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ancient. Ah, I'll tell, okay. you, what, I'll tell you what she looked like. Actually, one of, them, uh, one of the other ones chirps in and says, I'll tell you what she looked like. Um, she looked like, what was that woman? In, in, uh, Margaret Rutherford. She looked like Margaret Rutherford. Ah, Margaret. That's what, she, that's what she looked like. You haven't by chance seen a very beautiful woman walking about town, maybe with a green scarf on her head? Um, no, I haven't. No. What about you two? And then one of them said, oh, yeah, I, I think um, I did. Yeah, there was a, a woman um, yesterday. I, I, I noticed the car on the woman because it was like quite a new car and that, that sticks out around here. Because it's all old, um, old bangers and old uh, farm cars and things. Did you? But, could um, you tell by by her what she was doing? Other no, just she, just, she just drove. She just drove through. Um, I. Uh, she, I think she did have a headscarf on and sunglasses. This, like a, like, you know, like, like a, you know, like an Italian film star. Yes. Yes. 
Greek is probably what she is. Uh, oh, yeah. And what street was this that you saw? Um, dear, oh dear, now you're asking. Um, was the main street in the town? Yeah, she. Well, I mean, she went through. Um, I guess about. Oh, I don't know. About two o'clock. And then she came back about 20 past. But I mean, the road, the road up there that she went up, um, there's just a, like some farm up there. Oh, yes, there's a couple. It just, it, it, it just goes up to a farm and that's it. There's there's nothing else. So is it the one that goes on the uh, the north side of town? Um, No, it's, it goes up there, out to the... Um, out to the west and it goes under the railway bridge oh. and then just there's just a farm and if it, i haven't been up there to be yes honest. thank you thank you very much for I your mean, we, have, we haven't left the, the village yes thank you very the, much for your assistance i mean we went we went down the pool where the uh you know well now we have some interesting information Because I took the map from the the light. <laughs> okay, uh, Mick. Yes. Yes, outside. Um, <clears throat> lighting up the pipe, having to smoke, looking around. Um, do I see any locals out and about? Especially locals that may be like struggling with a project, like you know, handyman building sort of thing, or having a problem with their car, or um, kind of looking like they need a little help. You don't, as a matter of fact. I mean, you're, you're struck by the fact that um, it's quite a nice day. It's the school holidays. And there's no one about. Hmm. There's uh, there's no, uh, no kids playing. There's no um, dogs wandering around. No one walking a dog. Um, there's a couple of cars parked outside what appears to be the village shop. Hmm. Gonna wander over to the shop. Just kind of, if it's open, just kind of casually come in and look around. Well, by the looks of it, from what you can tell, um, there are two shops around the corner from the pub. Okay. And uh, one is like a um, a general store. Mm -hmm. And the other one um, looks to be more like a, a village post office. Go to the general store. It's kind of my, that's my affair. I run a general, essentially a general store of sorts. Mm. Um. It's one of the older buildings in the village. It's, yeah, it's quite a quaint-looking shop from outside. It's uh, a bit less so inside. It looks like it was last decorated sometime in the 70s. Okay. And, uh, when you get inside, there are um, three people mm -hmm. in there. There's a, a middle-aged man who appears to be the shopkeeper. And two elderly women. Okay. 
They seem to be uh, talking with one another, or they just kind of mind all they, their own business. They seem, they seem to have been, to have been talking to each other. Um, you could hear them talking to each other as you opened the door, mm -hmm. but almost at the instant that the bell dings on the door, their conversation abruptly stops, and they turn around and look at you. Okay. Uh, smile and wave. Hello. The uh, shopkeeper says, um, afternoon. And, Hi. And the, two, the two old ladies just sort of stare at you. Ah. Uh, just kind of look around. How you doing today, sir? Yeah, not, not too bad. Not too bad. Good, good, good. It's my first time, uh, I guess you could say, out in the English countryside. I'm helping the, my friend, the Padre, out here. And I uh, was kind of curious, just uh, looking around. Um, I'm a shopkeeper myself. and I'm just kind of curious how you all do uh, business out here. And stuff yeah, you we, don't mind. we get by all right. Good. That sounds good. Yeah, just uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to look around a little bit. Well, it's a shop, so it's for. All right. Sounds good. Kind just of just, just on the edge of your, on the, on the periphery of your hearing, you, you hear the the two old women mumble something at each other. You can't tell what they say. They just, it doesn't sound very complimentary. <laughs> and smile, nod to them while I'm, while I'm looking. Just be put on that Midwestern charm. The, the man continues to watch you uh, very closely. Mm -hmm. As though he's definitely concerned that you might try and steal something. Okay, no problem. Um, <clears throat> let's have a look about. And, uh, hmm. Reminds me of my shop back home in, uh, in uh, Michigan there. Got a good establishment, sir. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm Cam Fletcher. Uh, I'm just like I said, I'm visiting. Uh, it's my first time in really my first time in England here, and it's uh, it's been quite an interesting experience. I'm just kind of curious, looking about uh, while I'm anything in particular you're looking for, sir. Oh, just um, I'm just kind of curious what kind of things you have that uh, pretty unique um, here. Um, just, uh, you know, looking at the different, you know, just want to look at different products, different things. I mean, lots of similarities, but I've noticed that, you know, you know, British shops tend to have uh, things that are very unique to the country and, and, uh, and uh, you know, just unique takes on stuff. And I'm, well, like I said, I'm a uh, shopkeeper myself. <laughs> we got some, uh, we got some honey there from the, um, from the Iffies, the, uh, up at, up, at, up at Thompson's, oh. Thompson's farm. Okay. Yeah. Gestures at some jars of honey that look slightly dusty, like hmm. they might have been there for quite some while, um, which uh, seemed to bear a logo that says um, Temple of Light and Truth Honey. Temple of Light 100 and Truth? 100% natural. Yes. Well, that's quite a that's quite a uh, I kind of kind of look at it not touch, not touching the thing, but just kind of looking at it going, 
that's kind of quite a quite a label there. Temple of Light and Truth. Oh yeah, just hippies and it. Hippies, huh? Yeah. I got a bit of them over there where I where I live, but they tend to be more about the nature and stuff rather than messing around with temples and stuff. That's kind of interesting. Oh, it's just what they call themselves. They're just I don't know. They they just they're all like you know. Hmm. Farming and all that, they 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 they, they, get they don't cause no trouble. Oh, that's good. That's they good. They don't they don't donate a lot to the to the harvest festival. That's great. That's great to hear. So you guys have uh, festivals out here on occasion, huh? Used to. Used, Used to. to. Really? What 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 stopped them? Well, you know, they just. Asking, you know, I don't mean to be nosy or anything. It just. Well, since the since they put the big road through, we don't get much. Passing trade. Mm, okay. You know we're not we're not really fitted out for it. I mean we've we've got you know what the locals need, and that's about it. I got it. I got it. Hmm. He sort of looks uneasily across to the old women, as though you don't need to make a, a psychology role to know that he, he, he yeah. rather resents yeah. talking to you. Well, it seems like quite a bit of, uh, I'm surprised, just seems like quite a bit of hubbub around here and uh, stuff. Uh, uh, the Padre mentioned something in the paper about uh, some, some kind of uh, incident. I uh, didn't quite get uh, all the details on it, but uh, but uh, seems something happened to, to bring the police. And we ran into a police uh, barricade up there. It's quite unusual. Yeah, yeah, it's not the, not the best of times. No, I'm very sorry to hear that. What um, brings you here then? Why? Why? Are you, what are you oh, doing? like I like I said, I helped out my friend the Padre here. I think he's here to to take care of some kind of church business. Uh, I don't know. He's he's a he's a friend of mine. He he said, "Hey, I'm going out to the country. I want to come with, uh, show you around, you know." And uh, I I couldn't pass up the opportunity. I thought I'd uh, come out and uh, check it out. Church, church business? What with the? He's got business with the Reverend Thompson, is he? Uh, it's beyond me. I never. I didn't. I didn't pry on that. I mean, when he says business, it's his business. I mean, uh, we're two totally different kinds of business, and uh, but uh, we're friends, and uh, and he gave me an opportunity to come out, so I thought I'd come check it out. And, I mean, this is this is all new to me. This this whole you know just the country and and everything and. Just thought kind of you know get a get an idea of how things are out here and and, and stuff kind of kind of get a feel of things you know just uh, Glad, glancing over at the two old ladies um, you notice that the uh, the grumbling intensifies <laughs> well. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time here uh, with the, uh, with the, everything going on. I just, like I said, I'm just curious and, uh, and, and such. Um, it's pretty, you know, I hate to see everybody in, in such, it's bad spirits and stuff. I mean, uh, but I can understand. Yeah, I mean, incidents and all we, that. We, you know, we, we deal with it. Uh, I, I do hope it comes to a good resolution there. I mean. And, uh, and and things get back to a to a good level, as it as it were, you know. I don't think it'll ever be the same after this, mate. To be honest. 
well, well uh, not, not to pry, but what happened? I mean, what's got everybody in such uh, poor spirits? All the while keeping a smile and, you know, kind of a positive attitude, but not overly positive. But with a little concern there with my voice. Yeah, there's, there's been a... It's been a murder. Oh, no, that's dreadful. Two little boys from up the road. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hmm. What 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 do y'all figure is going on with it here? I mean, it's this doesn't seem like the kind of place where dreadful things like that would happen. We we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, dear goodness. Oh, oh, yeah. I can see why things won't won't be the same here. I'm terribly sorry to hear about that. I'm sorry for you all. I mean, it must be must be very, very terrible. Um, well, it's been it's been all over the papers. Yeah. Well, I haven't had a chance to really read much of the papers and stuff while I've been here. I've like been essentially sightseeing and looking about. Um, I mean, it's. I mean, is this kind of, I mean, I, like I said, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing for this area. I mean, do these things happen often or, you know, any kind of uh, other odd things? I mean, I don't mean to pry, but I mean, it just seems. Um, nothing like this. Nothing, nothing like, like this. this. Has ever oh, wow. You're not it's the luckiest community, but you've never had anything like this. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, you mentioned a reverend here, um, the, the 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 local uh, um, priest here for the town. Reverend Thompson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is he at the church or does he have like his own residence? Um, it's the, the house next to the church. Hmm. Well, I'll uh, I'll be or sure to be in the church, or if he's not there, he'll be in the the village hall. Hmm. Well, I'll be sure to pay my respects there and uh, and such. I mean, I know I'm only a tourist, but I mean, it's just saddening to see this sort of thing happen. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, this is this is amazing. Oh. Mm. Well, um. In any case, sir, I wish you all a good day, ladies. I wish you all a good day. I, like I said, I don't mean to pry or anything, but man, oh, my, my condolences on the situation. I know this must be tough for everybody here. Um, I, um, you all have a good day. Take care. Take care of yourselves. I walk. I politely nod and walk out. So are we all still in the, the, the pub, or are we going to leave the pub? Yeah, I think Our we need to... Uh, we're, in, we're all in the pub, yes. I think we all just need to meet back up outside and put together a game plan, investigate uh, the lead at Quarry Farm, maybe go chat with the Reverend and uh, see, see you know if there's anybody else to be a little bit more direct with. Well, we know it's the farm that the street that went... Uh, over the bridge, right? We don't know it's the Cory Farm. We know the, that because we saw. Goes, there's only one that goes across the railroad tracks, right? But we don't know the name of the family. 
Oh, but we saw the map. But was it marked on the map? It was marked on my map. <laughs> but I didn't know if that was for the GM or if that was the actual map. That's it's it's an, it's an ordinance survey map. I mean, you could, if you wanted to, go into any shop and buy exactly the same map. But does it actually say Cory Farm? Um, it says that on the farm, on on All the right. map. Cool. Yes, All right, on the map. Uh, then I, I, I like the name of that farm. <laughs> um, I'm going to come back to the uh, to the group and uh, say. Uh, gentlemen, uh, can I have a quiet word with you all here? Yes, we're all here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I took some time to poke my nose around the uh, the um, the uh, the general store over there. Uh, they're pretty on edge here in the town uh, with the uh, with the murders and everything going on. And this is not a very common thing. I mean, this is something that's never happened around here. Um, Everybody seems to be uh, seems to be very very off about it. But I found some interesting things with what little I could uh, come about. I think I broke a little bit of ice there. I might go back there after a while, depending on how things go and are are uh, snooping around. But um, I found some interesting stuff. Um, I uh, they uh, in addition to all this stuff going on, there's a, a local group of what they call hippies here that I'm familiar with here. Most hippies I know are like all into the peace and love and, uh, and the, uh, and the uh, reefer and that sort of thing. Uh, these hippies um, kind of strike me as more, what do you call it? Um, what do they call it? New age. You know, those guys who are like trying to be uh, like, uh, you know, um, kind of going into alternative religions. Well, I guess you could put it that way. Yeah. Father. Um, they have they've been selling uh, produce, uh, specifically honey, through the uh, through the general store here. I guess you know working with local trade. But I noticed that their produce, uh, their the honey specifically, um, nobody's been touching it or buying it. it. It just seems to be sitting on the shelf and been on the shelf for a while, uh, which kind of gives me an indication that uh, while they kind of let them be, they're not really trusted. Yeah, the store owner said that there's nothing wrong with, with them or anything, but I'm getting the impression that the, they may be an interesting factor around here to look into. Could it especially just, with the, considering that the town is does not does not seem too um, keen on uh, buying their wares? Did you get a location? Yes, I got to get a general location where they're where they're at. A uh, bit of a commune, I guess, or or such, and I give them the location, the general location. The general location, I didn't pry for any kind of uh, specifics, but I kind of got an idea that I might be able to. What is this uh, cult called? Um, player doesn't remember offhand, but I give the the, the name of it. The Temple of Light and Truth was, was one. Yeah, yeah, the Temple oh. of Light and Truth. Yes, it sounds like a cult. <laughs> Well, I don't know much about this cult stuff, um, I, or anything, but they don't. Like I said, they don't seem like hippies. I mean, hippies aren't into uh, to uh, kind of uh, temples or anything like that. At least not the ones around where I live. So well, hippie good. is just a general term for. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I gathered there, Padre. Uh, so, so we've got three or four options then. 
can uh, go go to Quarry Farm uh, and check that out. We can be more direct with some of the inhabitants of the town, like the Reverend or uh, or maybe even the parents of the kids, which sounds pretty <laughs> pretty maybe too oh, straightforward. I don't think that's a good thing. What are you going to ask them? maybe find the, the location where they found the boys to go investigate that more specifically. I think maybe talking to the, uh, the local, the local uh, reverend here might be what, the, uh, might be a better way. Cause that's where the lady went, right? That that's why we're that's, here. That makes sense. So well, what would you ask of the reverend? Well, the the reverend is a you know I mean he's the reverend for the town he's a he's a community leader and he would seem to me now maybe I'm going out of limb here but he seemed to me that he'd be more uh, willing to talk with uh, people outside the town than let's say the mayor or with some of the townsfolk because well, they're very they're very but, much on edge and uh, but really don't what, want to talk. What information are you looking for that we don't already have? The Reverend we could tell us more about the town, couldn't he? I mean, what do we know about this town? This is the town. <laughs> All right, what let's uh, let's go ahead and follow up on the on the farm lead. Uh, see where that takes us. I think I'm going wherever you all want to go. I think that you made a good point, though. I think now here's the fun. This is a strange thing. Usually, religious cults are not well accepted by the community. True. And believe me, when we first moved our church uh, to uh, uh, where we have it, the community was not too happy. And we are not a cult. We are the major religion. Um, so cults are usually not well accepted. I am surprised they haven't gone straight to the cult and said, you know, maybe you're sacrificing our children to whatever you believe in. What's to say they aren't going to do it? And just haven't done it yet because of all the cops here. Well, they have the the children's bodies. They were mangled. I'm just yeah. thinking they would be prime suspects as far as the police would go. Yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to understand by, you know, where where the children were murdered, where's the commune at, right? I mean, sort of just trying to get a general feel for it. But I but I agree. I think I think the farm is probably the strongest lead at this point. Let's see where the woman went, yes. And they said that she went there, and, and what did they say, 20 minutes later? They weren't there. Uh, she she went there, and about 20 minutes later, she drove back. She only went there for a short time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the wrong place if that's where she was going. But let's go find out. That's a good idea. Like I said, wherever you want to go, I'll go with you all. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, in that case, you will pile into the, uh, the minibus. And it only takes about five minutes. Right. To drive up there, and you reach the uh, the gate of a rather rundown looking farm. Rather rundown. Do we see any people out there? Can't see anyone from the gate. There's no people walking around in white robes. Uh... <laughs> nope. No wild beasts capable of tearing a horse in half. 
No, there's a few big barns and um, a lot of mud. They don't look like they're in good repair. Hmm. No, it doesn't look like it's. Uh, it, 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 it looks like it's been neglected. It looks like it's. It's still. A, you can tell by the. You can hear the noise of of livestock. You said okay. lots of mud. Any any tracks, human footprints, anything we can see? There's a lot of um, a lot of cattle tracks, but no human uh, boot print no, or anything it's, like it's, that. The, the mud is mainly it's just been churned up by right. by cattle. There's you you probably see like a couple of like welly boot prints. No vehicles outside. That's uh yeah. There's a couple of vehicles outside there's um pretty shabby looking old land rover and uh, an equally shabby looking uh, estate car um and over in one of the barns you can you can just see the front of a an old um tractor a 1950s massey ferguson tractor there and there, rusty. there is a farmhouse on the property, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, walk up to the farmhouse and knock on the door. Now wait, we need to figure out what we're going to say. Um, ask if they've seen our friend, the woman with the green scarf. That was that was my game plan. Yeah, yep. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Um, Quite a long delay, and uh, and uh, a rather dirty-looking old man opens the door and just sort of barks at you and says, um, "What do you want?" <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. Don't. Uh, Why don't are you buying to... nothing? Fuck off! No, <laughs> oh, I, I apologize. Certainly don't mean to. Go on, uh... get off. Get off my land. Uh, I don't I don't care what it is. I don't want you here. Get off my land. Go on. I understand. Get off but... or I'll fetch my gun. <laughs> it's uh certainly no way to, to greet uh, greet a right. lost patron. He's gonna get his gun shit. <laughs> he slams the door in your face. <laughs> oh, these uh these British locals are super friendly. <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> about, 30, about 30 seconds later, just as, yeah. you're, as, you're, as you're wondering what to do next, he opens the door again and comes out, and he now has a shotgun. Okay. Well, Sir, we are that's just what he looking said. for a, a friend. <laughs> we are looking Get for off a my land. Go on. Be <laughs> off with you. Get off. We, we are leaving. Goodbye. I don't care what you want. Go on. Piss off. I don't think she's here. Me neither. Not, 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 Nigel shows off his incredible driving skills for such a doddering old man and hits the gas pedal and we get the hell out of there. You do you do hear you hear a um a shotgun blast as you're driving off. Doesn't seem any, to hit any you. damage. Oh, I hope <laughs> not. This is the church van. <laughs> I'll go back on back next week, and they'll be like, "Why are there bullet holes?" Uh, Father Damiellos the brings it back with two shotgun shots. Why is the church van full of buckshot? Someone's gonna have to explain to Nicholas. I'll tell him it's a trick of the demons. It's Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew is not gonna be happy at all. 
Okay. Uh, well, that, was, well, that was that was our strongest lead. <laughs> Let's go to our next strongest lead. Maybe she went this way and she got the same reception. Right. We need to find out where this cult is. I don't think that uh, that that's the cult. Cult people are usually dressed in strange white robes and do we, do yeah, we know funny idea, little like, funny alarmed. little hats, but in white. <laughs> do we know the name of the farm that the cult is at? No. We don't even know if it's at a farm. Mm. Yeah. Except that they have bees. Right. I would think they wouldn't, you know, for a large bee estate. Oh, excuse me. They're gonna need some land. I think uh, I think Cam mentioned he had a general location, but if we need more information, maybe we can get that from the Reverend or something like that. Right. Yeah. Maybe the Reverend will know who his rivals are. Yeah. Right. Religious. Who knows? Well, I think reverend. at this point we should freeze time mm -hmm. and come back next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> With shattered nerves, you head back. Um, should we say you head back to the pub, towards the pub? That's always a good place to go. The mini bus With shattered trundles, nerves. Trundles back towards the pub. All right. And on that bombshell. <laughs> that bombshell. <laughs> that buckshot. All right. <laughs> Our players included Jeff Wilkins, Bill Mize, Corey Heistead, Ford Fitch, Josh Hook, and myself with Mick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron of our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest postings. And be sure to leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.